0: Yeah, so I couldn't control the, Yeah, sorry. I couldn't control the audio. Uh I just bought a new MacBook and I plugged this in for the first time and it wouldn't let me control the volume on uh my computer and I was I couldn't see what the knobs on my zoom say, so I couldn't figure out which was the volume and which was my mic. <laughs> I've just uh yeah, sorry, I've just been sitting here for the last 10 minutes.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I can't, like, tell if somebody's controls work or not. Because I'm trying to, like, change the tone to see if I can get this in better. This is the first thing I've found.
1: I can hear it pretty well. You make
0: out what he's saying though? No. Okay. I mean, shortwave radio, I'm not like. My granddaughter has a
1: friend with the following degree. He's 25 years old
0: sorry i started making up some words i heard my daughter is a fan of the squiries she's 25
1: years old oh my god
0: i don't know what this is um but shortwave radio so like there's am fm and then there's like this whole other band i mean
1: all i didn't even know
0: yeah so like everything is wavelengths i mean i was listening i'm, I'm just reciting an episode of desert cruising now though not desert cruising uh desert Oracle. yesterday I was listening to yesterday, but he was talking about how everything is like is a wavelength, and uh, everything we hear, see, they're all different uh, frequencies on this on of wavelengths. It's just how we perceive them, and so like Wi-Fi, radio, all these other things are also wavelengths. And so I forget exactly how it works. I think FM is like a much wider band, which is which allows it to be much better quality. Okay. Um, AM is less so, and then there's also the entire shortwave radio band. So, which, and I think there's others too. I think that sort of maybe Brandon knows actually. Brandon. Yeah. Can you explain shortwave radio? Can
2: I do? Can I explain shortwave radio? Yes. <laughs> um. No, it's just radio waves that are. I mean it's like literally they have short waves so they're only at like a shorter frequency so they only go so far.
0: Yeah, well no they go further.
2: Oh, they do go further. Yeah. That's yeah, that's confusing.
0: Yeah. I don't they, know. The the wider bands I think I think FM and AM are both wider bands like FM being the widest band of audio. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so that's like a much shorter distance but it's much better quality the same way like with your modem, like you have the 2.4G setting and the 5G setting, uh, uh, and the, the 5 is much, much stronger signal, but it, it can't go through walls the way uh, 2.4 can, which is a weaker signal. But yeah, so shortwave radio, it goes like there's stuff you can get stuff from, like Russia, I think, and some right. American. That's what,
2: that's what the number stations are, right? They're, they're yeah.
0: Shortwave. Yeah, the number stations are like these spy stations. Like before, or even now, I guess still po- possibly. Like I think
2: it's still, I think a lot of them do still exist.
0: Yeah, I don't I, don't, know. I mean, I know like the Russian, the main, the ghost station in Russia still exists. It still does like the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot once every couple hours or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so like spies would tune into these and get like coded messages because they can't be traced mm. because they're just a radio wave. Mm. And then like that's also, I think that's where like. Was that was radio free Asia and radio free was like all that was that shortwave or was that FM radio a? free
2: radio free Asia is uh, an imperialist thing.
0: Well, I know, but I mean that's how a lot of are like, you talking the, about
2: Radio Free Europe?
0: Yeah, whatever it is it like all of them. Like were they they weren't I don't really think short- it was
2: all of them. I think it was Radio Free Europe. Are you talking about like the pirate radio?
0: The pirate no, radio? That, no, no, no. Like that's FM Pirate Radio generally. Or AM, I guess. But um, no, I'm just like I, I, cause I know like you can like BBC and stuff will still broadcast the news over shortwave, um, and so and there's like I saw that there's still like Radio Korea, Radio Japan, uh, and different radio, and then I was reading how I mean I have a vague knowledge of all this. Like I was reading online about how it's still like really popular in Africa, uh, yeah. because of how distant people can be from uh whatever sources um but yeah it's just a uh, it's always something in that's interest to me i, I kind of want to get one you can get them for like 20 bucks
2: yeah it's a cool thing to do especially you know with like the the i sent you that i sent you that that story but i can't remember the name of the uh, of the it was like an, it, it was a change in uh like broadcasting to where you could like you could just kind of buy out a bunch of different local channels oh the like do you know what I'm talking about
0: I, I think so because I think it's when we were talking about pirate radio before that we were talking about like the the boat in England and everything
2: yeah 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 what I'm talking about was is is like a lot more recent where it oh, like really leads to it, it, it led to you know like um it's that company that owns all the radio stations now it's like I heard your radio channel
0: oh well yeah. You know, they, they became yeah. our radio.
2: yeah yeah, yeah. like 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 that shit because like all these local stations got bought out or kind of muscled out and like you know replaced with um like automated djs and playlists and shit you know so
1: what is the shit that people buy so that they can listen to like truckers and cops all the time
0: that's shortwave isn't it or is that like something
1: some... I have an uncle who listens like all the time to the police radio.
0: Like a like a police scanner. Yeah. Yeah. Are those those aren't are those shortwave? They, they can they don't need to be shortwave because they don't they don't need to reach that far.
2: I have no idea.
0: I think truckers might be shortwave, or at least they're like in that same vein. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's the hobbyist. They will like communicate with each other like from far off. Distances and
2: like ham radios. You talking about yeah, yeah.
0: Radios? That's a similar technology, isn't it? Like, I mean, they're all. Yeah, radios.
2: I think that's how you know the you know you know the SST records. You familiar with them?
0: It sounds familiar, but I don't know.
2: It's like a legendary uh LA punk label. That's where like Black Flag started, and Dinosaur Jr. and Sonic Youth, and uh, the bottle, uh, not the ball butto- surface Um, Meat awesome. bits and all that stuff, and then. Most of them ended up suing the label because they were also like notorious, you know, thieves. But, oh, um, yeah, but that 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 fucking I think that label started off as like a shortwave radio, uh, like repair company or something like that.
0: I guess. Um, but I also know, um, like actually, I just saw Wilco's doing a series of shows of the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, but you know, like was Ashes of American Flag at the end where there's that woman's voice saying Yankee, Hotel, Foxtrot over and over again. That was um, from a collection some guy released of recordings of shortwave radio. I think it might have been entirely from that ghost station in Russia that nobody's sure what does uh, or else it might have been various stuff. But yeah, they had got it from that and assumed it was public domain and then that guy sued them and won a bunch of money, I think.
2: Well, they, they got it from the Kona the Project or something.
0: Is that a specific like collection?
2: The Kona Project, yeah. That collection.
0: might have been that it's guy probably. then, yeah.
2: It was a question in number of stations, yeah. Which yeah. I don't know how, how he could claim. Maybe it's because he recorded. it? I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah, but they, I think, I think it's clear they used his recording somehow. I don't right, know. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Before you got on, Jennifer overheard me listening to uh this shortwave radio website I found online. Mm-hmm. I just found somebody before. I've been, I was fucking around with it yesterday, and I couldn't find anybody. It looks like I lost my space. Uh, what the fuck? Oh,
2: hey. That sounds... Sounds like you unlocked something.
0: Alright, never mind. <laughs> I can't control any of it. Like I can all like all I can do is control the dial. Like it has these other little dials for volume and tone and stuff, but they don't seem to work. And I have oh, no right. idea where this is located. I don't know if it's in the United States, if it's in like some basement in Russia somewhere. <laughs> we did get something in English though earlier. I was hoping to find some like religious stuff, like preaching to people in Africa or something.
2: Probably, yeah. Just, <laughs> in, like, just in. in oh.
1: Just that reminds American. me that I want to uh, shout out a very cool Instagram profile called No White Saviors, which is a oh, very I know them.
0: Yeah, I them. They're
1: a very good organization.
0: I don't know them. What's their deal? Uh,
1: they, uh they're just, they, they're like they, a they're oh, like sorry, an I'm African sorry. organization, and they uh, like basically call out a lot of bullshit all the time. <laughs> They, they got... talk about
2: the predatory, like the, the the predatory aspects and the exploitative aspects of, um, like missionary work.
1: Yeah, you know,
2: missionary that... work and like uh, adoption, adoption of African children. Um, basically, you know, like white saviors coming into Africa, um, and kind of like further breaking up families and stuff in in the in the name of charity. God, I don't fucking know what what you know what they call
0: their white savior isn't right and there was a girl in high school um we had to uh like interview each other and there was this indian girl i think uh and that i was had to talk to and she was a christian uh missionary and i remember saying like oh i just read this i thought that was you responding to them jennifer for a second put on their mind uh and she was saying i said like oh i just read this thing about like forcing these people to convert and everything. And I forget it was something in Newsweek, And she uh, was very adamant that they didn't do that, that they had it available, but they were just there to like provide food and stuff. And.
1: Oh, okay. Well, so my ex-boyfriend from India, he was from a, like the West, like Goa, which was invaded by it's like the more Christian area of India. And that's where he's from originally. And he told me that it's not that they're like, outwardly exploitative it's just that there's like all these they just go up to like the poorest most starving people and they'll just be like hey they're like convert to christianity and we'll give you a hundred dollars and a bible and a and food for the next year and they're just like sure (laughs) you know like
2: colonialism yeah like
1: yeah they're like okay You, you know like it doesn't bother them and so and then they get predatory after that because you know, like they didn't give a shit about Jesus or any of that stuff. So, but then the people follow up and like, "Are oh, you need to be coming to church?" Then it gets explo- exploitative. What um, do
0: you do if they're not though? Do they do they like start cutting them off or something?
1: Well, the government in India now doesn't fuck around with this yeah. shit. Now like
0: Hindu nationalists,
1: <laughs> they're yeah, they're Hindu nationalists, so they're like they're anti-christian and of course also anti-muslim so but they don't fuck like i've heard because i've i've heard from the other side like from like relatives that i have who are still in missionary work and stuff like la 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 la, christian repression in india and i was like it sounds like they're just not letting y'all fuck around in there anymore but what do i know and not that not that i support the nationalist government it's just um you know yeah. Missionary work is not, not
0: Nothing good. cut and dry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
2: it sounds pretty much like you should stop doing it. I think missionary work. Yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> part sounds incredible. I mean,
1: we always remember somebody did. Somebody did. I saw like a, a month or so ago. Somebody was like anniversary to that guy who got killed by arrows trying to reach that in like the completely uh, yeah never before what
2: yeah fuck that guy i'm glad he's dead he should be dead
0: (laughs) well yeah i mean because like it's just the thing that people always brought up when i always but the thing that i remember being mentioned at least was like beyond the like weird notion of white saviorism i didn't think i don't know if the kid was white but just that weird notion of colonialism and everything it's like these people are uncontacted and they don't have immunity to everything that we do so, and they're not vaccinated with everybody
2: else seems to lead to a lot of plagues
1: yeah. yeah did you all hear that some Mormon missionaries left a very remote island and then came back and this place had entirely avoided COVID for three years not when the missionaries got home
0: how are they still doing fucking missions in COVID like
2: that's... Well, yeah. I mean missionary work is inherently dehumanizing I think I think it's you know it's an inherent level of paternalism
0: yeah but just
2: like so yeah if you go to these fucking places you don't see these people as human necessarily you don't see them on equal footing of course they're not going to give a shit
0: well then why don't they just fucking try and like baptize a monkey then if they don't even
2: (laughs) I don't know I don't know why they don't just kill themselves and get to the but (laughs) that's how it is
0: we just need to popularize baptizing dogs or something, so they—if they don't even really care about humanity, then <laughs> why bother?
2: Well, I just think you—you you probably shouldn't get. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> How does it, you should be? You should have to claim. Are you there for business, pleasure, or God? <laughs> and if you click God, you aren't allowed a visa. You're not the leader. And you can hang out in the in in the airport
0: yeah no that's where you live now too yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah.
1: i feel like with even if you come from it with the most generous perspective i mean i guess not everybody has internet but a lot of people have internet you know look how your mission is going there it seems like christianity numbers are dropping every day good job mission work online everybody
0: well yeah i mean that's another thing too is like if you're worried about like people if you want to claim you're worried about like helping people how many churches i mean i know like i i know like quakers are generally good and uh yeah the web The i forget the name of this one church in philly that's like organized as a nonprofit that gives like mailboxes to homeless people and stuff And serves them like sit down meals
1: there's a philadelphia i almost moved to philadelphia when i was really hardcore into like left christianity because of the movement that they have led by shane claiborne but when i became polyamorous like uh, that was over (laughs) because like even it's very like rare for like communal places to communal christian places like they're pretty woke but they're not that woke
0: yeah are you talking about is it the west uh is it the broad street ministry
1: I don't know it's this guy named Shane Claiborne. he leads a bunch of different things and then they have like what is it? I follow them on like um the simple way
0: the simple way this sounds like a cult
1: it it I don't know <laughs> if it's a cult. they just well, I mean, like
0: first mentioned his name before the organization, which also makes that's me true. <laughs>
1: I, the only reason i mentioned his name before the, is because he came to my christian college and he was like delegated to like what they called alternative chapel which means he wasn't allowed to come to the main chapel <laughs> and so like like and like i saw him speak and that was like the first spark of like becoming eventually a leftist communist whatever in my mind i was yeah. like
0: <laughs> you, they have separate chapels for people they don't see as yeah. common enough
1: they, I mean, they just have too many people for one route I think the college oh, is okay. Up there. okay and so I never went to the main one because it was too much like so and then of course, I don't know this is a caveat like you're required to go to you have to go to cha- they have three chapels a week and you have to go to two a week mm. and then you they also have something called, Convocation, which is like revival, where they have church every night for a week, and you have to go to all of that.
2: Hmm. That's this is a, a religion, <laughs> a religion or <laughs> it's not really a new religion.
1: Pentecostalism, Pentecostalism is probably the number one like. Rev- I don't know. You've heard of like revivals, tent revivals, things like that.
0: Yeah, probably like yeah. the the loud. It
1: originated. It originated in Pentecostalism, so they just try to keep it going. But it's 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 like just somebody comes and gives a speech, and there's like lots of crying and singing and
2: So what makes them leftist?
1: Oh, they're not leftist at all. Shane Claiborne isn't really leftist. He's just like, like once I've radicalized it even further away from him, like he's uh, he's just like, like he got arrested a couple times for like giving homeless people food and stuff in Philadelphia um just like just he just has like a communal non-profit for people to come live at and like participate in and i don't know he was just it was the most radical person i'd seen at the time he's not really that radical by standards i don't think he's into politics really just more of like this is my way of life
0: or like Genuinely Christian in a way.
1: I don't. <laughs> I little... I do know he's a white guy with dreads, so
0: take oh, that. Yes. <laughs> for... Oh, I've probably seen him at a fucking disco biscuit show or something too. Then yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Wait. So, what is this church like? If the the main guy has dreads. I don't think
1: it's a church. I don't think they have church. I think they just have, like... And I think it's, like, so community-based that, like, I doubt he goes to most of the things. You'll just have to look it up the simple way.
0: The simple way. I wonder if, actually, my ex-girlfriend's cousin was involved in this because she... There's all sorts of, like, shit going on in West Philly with, like, different communities and stuff. I mean, obviously, there was also, like, the move thing in the 80s, but... And seventies, but like even now, like this girl I dated, um, she got really into Hari Krishna and then like moved into their house in West Philly. Now she lives in the barn, apparently. With Hari
2: Krishna is a big—is that a big what East Coast thing?
0: Is it? I don't know.
2: (laughs) Because there's like there's a whole fucking subgenre of like East Coast Hari Krishna punk, like hardcore punk. What? Yeah, like bands like Shelter and like One Hundred Eight, uh, fucking. I think like offshoots of Youth of Today and stuff. Like Harakrishna Krishna was like super big in like New York hardcore from like the mid '80s on.
0: Do they do like the chanting? As some, as... some
2: of the fucking songs had some chanting in it. Yeah. yeah, like some of the songs had some chanting in it.
0: Did they do like a uh, like a hardcore version of George Harrison's uh, "My Sweet Lord"?
2: Uh, they might have. I don't know. Like a lot of these bands tended to be straight edge, which did not mesh with my type of hardcore at the time right (laughs) because i was a degenerate piece of la trash so
1: i remember the first time so like i was a conservative christian and then when i was in ninth grade i met all these kids and they had like the x's on the back of their hands and shit like all that stuff, and I was like, "What's this about?" And they're like, "We're straight edge. We don't do, we don't drink or do drugs." And I, at the time, I was like, "Me too. My mom won't let me." <laughs> like, uh, like, and they were like, that oh. like,
2: like, "Don't you wish you could go out and get drunk and do drugs?"
0: Wouldn't it be great if we were older? Yeah.
1: and and then i and i was like i have so much in common with these guys and then they just like ended up being the most pretentious like little dicks they're like no you don't you don't even know these xyz bands they had what was that fucking shirt with the punk club c c k f g on it yeah i'm not that cool
0: jesus (laughs) i really had no idea what you're talking about No, that,
1: there I was a, the I just saw people wearing these fucking shirts all the time, it's yeah, you like. I it at
2: Target. Like, yeah. You man, at Target. It's not. A
0: CBGVs thing. only like exist in the Newark uh, airport now. <laughs> uh,
2: it's a gift shop. Yeah. It's a yeah. Gift shop at JFK. Th-
0: it's not a bar. I th- it's only a gift shop.
2: I don't fucking know, man. Like, I'm pretty sure Hard Rock Cafe bought it out and yeah, that as a lobby.
1: I have. You'll really appreciate this. I have an explicit memory of this girl at my high school who was really, really fucking rich. And um, she uh, ended up uh, and she was, like, really, really rich and she just, like, everybody talked about it all the time. And then, you know, she talked, to, and, like, when we were in politics classes together, because we were in AP government together or something, we would talk about our political beliefs and she and I were both the only Republicans, like, in the class. <laughs> Long story short, she then comes to school one day wearing a Che Guevara shirt.
0: Oh, shit. Does she know?
1: <laughs> she did know. It was just like this irony-poisoned shit,
0: you know? I, do, I guess I do remember that being a thing, like, 15 years ago. Big of our shirts? Yeah, that yeah. Was,
1: looked weird.
0: That was. I also feel like I, there were ones that were, like, actually, uh, what was the ape in Planet of the Apes? Dr. Uh,
2: Sands?
0: No, I, maybe. Uh, no, no, yeah, <laughs> the main ape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I forget which one. But I feel like I feel like I saw like ones that were like mocking him too with one of the Planet of the Apes guys.
2: I mean, like I got a
1: once Oh man. I just Googled Uh, this girl. She just got married in Nantucket during the pandemic.
2: She had a plantation wedding?
1: (laughs) She had three hundred people there in July twenty twenty. And they all and um that was like, I mean
0: July twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. What
2: you know, you know you know what they say about you know, what, you know what Che Guevara says? Uh, you know every revolutionary is bound by a deep feeling of love. So I'm sure she had to. <laughs> <about everyone.
0: laughs> oh fuck!
2: It's fucking. I got a uh, a coworker of mine uh, once, uh, ironically bought me a bottle of lemonade.
0: Oh, that shit rocks. Well, I never I actually don't remember how it tastes, but number. Good. I
1: almost that bought that. that for my brother. I didn't. I didn't
2: open it. I just like. I, I mean, I like I've I think I've had it before, but I read the bottle and it's like I think they mentioned something about bread lines. And the second you hear you hear something about bread lines, like as a critique from the Soviet Union, you know, it's like just a liberal source.
0: Yeah, no, I'm never being ironic because uh, I, I became it's, familiar. It's with pretty, yeah,
2: it's pretty. It, it's like. Uh, yeah, like I, I had it on my desk, though, for the entire time that I was still employed there, just a big. That was the only portrait of Lenin that I could have in my desk.
0: I mean, there's no shame in ironically liking ironic things that are disparaging. Good. I didn't
2: like. I wouldn't have gotten it (laughs) myself. I just, but it was given to me, so you know, you might as you might as well you might as well sport Lenin at your work (laughs) desk, even if it's in an ironic fashion.
0: I first became aware of that soda though, uh, because. There was this small soda shop, small soda and like old school candy shop that opened down the street. I love those. I fucking love yeah. those. This was in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, though.
2: <laughs> I don't, uh, well, you know, Mississippi, goddamn, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you guys know about the mayor we had down there when I was living down there, Frank Melton?
1: No. Oh I didn't even, know I didn't even okay. Jackson. That's, you, you did
2: live in Mississippi then?
0: Yeah, for two years.
2: Yeah, I knew you lived in the South. I couldn't place it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I finished high school down there.
2: Jeez.
1: That's a, yeah, but Jackson, Mississippi is probably like cool South.
2: Okay. I mean, kind of. (laughs) Sounds, that sounds pretty sundown.
1: (laughs) No,
0: I mean, like, uh, I never did anything. I mean, like, there was like some real shit there. Like, uh, I remember like one time we drove home and then. As we were pulling into the driveway next door, the neighbors who I'd never seen before pulled pulled their pickup truck onto their lawn and got out, and we're and we're like three hundred pounds wearing like wife beaters and overalls, um, which uh, was the most on the nose thing I think I saw there. But um, they they,
2: they parked their they parked their truck on their own driveway.
0: No, on their lawn.
2: On their lawn. Yeah. Were they? Is that like they needed like a party porch? So they just like. I don't know, man. I <laughs> got shit done on the fucking truck bed.
0: I know. I only went, the only place I ever went by myself there was to that soda shop once when my dad was out of town. Cause like I right. was way too anxious to like go outside. You were, just,
2: you, were, you were just living with your dad then, right?
0: Yeah. And I, I sort of had, I had like people I talked to at school. Cause I, I went to a school of 200 kids, K through 12, mm-hmm. that was working at your own pace. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I remember like at lunch one day, this kid, was sitting at the opposite end of the we don't we didn't have like a lunchroom we just had picnic tables outside uh. and there's only like four of them but um <laughs> i was sitting on one of the picnic table, picnic table and this other kid was sitting at the end and he was just like sitting there like shaking his head and like just looking furious and uh um, sure. then he suddenly after like a few minutes he suddenly uh slid up next to me he said hey and he pointed the only gig the only blatantly gay kid into school and she said if that fucking faggot looks at me again I'm gonna tell me I'm gonna kick his ass
2: that's great that's yeah. Awesome. Jesus. yeah
0: yeah so they're moments um, like that nice. so, and also my art teacher who I really liked uh, generally uh, like he would let us play music so he let me like play Tom Waits and like uh, and like uh, whatever Scaric weird jazz shit I was listening to um, during class and yeah. uh, uh, but uh yeah, the one day somebody said something about uh Muslims, and he's and he says something about a term and He's like, "Yeah, I don't mind, but I still want to live next door to them." I was like, "You what know, the fuck, dude."
2: Honestly, honestly, I don't. It's hard for me to like, as much as I want to like say like, "Oh, that's that sounds like the South for you," I assume.
0: I mean, it sounds but like everywhere. It
2: sounds like anywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah, like
2: um, I have like I I grew up in. So I grew up in LA and felt that had that same thing. I got called faggot on a daily basis.
0: Oh, what would we cars. all did back then? Like,
2: <laughs> like I had shit thrown at me from cars.
0: Yeah, I had a for no
2: for no discernible reason. Like
1: I only uh, got called I mean, fat, like, which is, is really funny in the South because that's like most people.
0: Yeah, no, just I mean the 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 bit. There's a grocery chain called Piggly Wiggly. There, like
2: there is a yeah. Wait, what? Uh, I'm I'm why sorry are I, even, think- why are, I know you don't want to talk about your dad so much. I don't want to like bring it up, but what the hell is he doing in Jackson, Mississippi?
0: He got a job there. Uh because uh after the divorce, he uh the only job it's probably the only job offer he got um working for PBS down there.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay.
0: What were you gonna say, Jennifer?
1: I don't even remember. Oh, okay. I, I just I'm sorry that it sounds like I think I think that, that I, not do cause girls have their own shit, like, but I think the just the meanness of boys is just like overwhelming. I guess it's not just like, for instance, I had like, nobody ever called me a bitch or a cunt, but like, it would be nice if they had, cause there was this girl in seventh grade who like, everybody was mad at me because and this is just like a preview of how my life was going to turn out but there was this boy who like ended up having a crush on me so he broke up with his girlfriend oh, and like they were all mad at me and like I didn't even go out with the boy or anything um and so anyway then I invited everybody this is a small Christian school so I invited everybody to my birthday party and they all came even though they were mad at me and they spent the night like ignoring me and being mean to me and like locking me out of my own house like happy birthday
0: yeah i never invited that many people to anything because uh
1: it wasn't it was a small christian school it wasn't that many
0: okay yeah i didn't even have a birthday
2: oh yeah people being in your place like what the fuck is that
0: yeah oh really i used to
2: do that i used to i did used to do that a lot in indiana when i lived in indiana i i invited a lot of people over as a pretext to get fucking annihilated because it yeah if you break up if you break up your daily boozing with like social boozing, uh you just you start to seem like more of an eccentric and not a <laughs> an addict so yeah you know i do hear a partner but like yeah like i i would ha- i remember
0: like as long as they're not teenagers coming over what's that as long as they're not teenagers coming over
2: no they were fucking they were, they were fucking like scan digital Bummed. I know
0: I know yeah they were like yeah. all like older than us they don't know
2: yeah. what the hell am I gonna do with teenagers like <laughs> <laughs> <it> sounds <laughs> awful
0: I just mean like you don't want to be the wrong kind of eccentric inviting a bunch of people ever to get fucked up
2: no I was just <laughs> I was it was more just like here's a pretext to like to me getting obliterated because I'm not gonna remember who who came in an hour yeah and I did I would wake up in my I would, I would wake up in my closet sometimes
0: I Only have like one friend that regularly came over in Indiana, and uh, yeah, there's nothing to that. Just I would make her do things like watch a like a racer head and inland empire back to back and stuff.
2: Yeah, I went over your place a couple times.
0: That's true.
1: I, I loved hanging out, like, I was always inviting even in high school, I was constantly inviting people over to my house. Like, if anything, like. I don't know, like, it was a way, like, first of all, people love my parents. They fucking still love my parents. Like, I, you know, my parents are conservative Christians, and so I start with that pretext, and people are like, ugh. But then they meet my parents, and they're like, oh my god, your parents are awesome. They're fucking hilarious. da 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 da, da. And so, like, people would want to come to my house and hang out. My boyfriend at the time would just walk into the house, and he would literally, like, take off his shorts and just walk around in his boxers and open the fridge and go in, through it, our fridge and get food.
2: Oh, wow. that's pretty not that sounds like,
0: I mean, I had people that would yeah. like eat on my food and I just wouldn't want to hang out with them.
2: <laughs> I had a like I mean, like growing up, our friend's house was the house that like we would walk in without knocking or anything because that was walked. my house. they're Canadian and never locked the doors and shit. Uh, yeah,
1: my um, parents don't I probably shouldn't say that, but like they don't <laughs> lock the doors either because we grew up in the country and there was just like no reason yeah guns yeah. there you go all right
2: everybody you don't want to walk everybody was fucking listening is trying to pull some shit yeah when when i just got guns
0: when i just
1: my mom has a fucking pink gun
2: there you go and a and a raging case of herpes (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry
1: that's the worst part is that people come on like once i posted a picture of my mom on twitter and she it was because she had put the like the plastic baking, like the cutting board, she had put the cutting board in the oven and it had melted to her oven thing. And so I took a, I showed a picture of her and like five people responded like, your mom is hot. One person was like, is your mom polyamorous too? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: <laughs> people just not be horny for five minutes?
2: It's just, I think it's the allure of being, like talking about wanting to fuck someone's mom. Yeah. yeah. There's like
0: just like so yeah. involving you, I am, I am
2: legitimately sorry that like I insinuate that your mom has herpes. I, I don't. <laughs>
1: no, that's funny. It, that's actually what reminded me. My, no, my mom is very like very uh very clean cut, so to speak. Um, <laughs> she, I don't know um... Means,
0: So to speak, <laughs> my mind immediately goes to like weird shit I don't really want to think about
1: <laughs> yeah so I'm trying to think I did get my dad to t- I gave my dad some weed gummies one year because he had oh, never yeah. my parents didn't even my parents didn't even drink wine with dinner until my grandmother died and then like when my grandmother died they started posting pictures of themselves holding wine glasses they started they both went and got tattoos like in their 50s going to get tattoos for the first time because my grandmother died
0: is it because they were still afraid of her?
1: Yeah, they're afraid of everybody. That's the worst, saddest part of like conservative Christian culture. So
2: I, mean, I, I um, <laughs> I finally I, I got to live through the last of my relatives who I had to lie about being a Christian to. Oh
1: really? Oh yeah.
2: Like, like a year ago,
1: oh, and, like, he was
2: the last person who like who I would have to like when he would ask me if I went to church. Like
1: yeah yeah yeah, I found a place. You know
2: <laughs> like. I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna respond. I'm not gonna be responsible for breaking. This <laughs> I thing.
1: found out that my only surviving grandparent knows that I'm polyamorous, and she's like, "I don't like." She's never brought it up with me. I called her last time I talked to her I was on Christmas. I don't talk to her very often, um, but yeah, I've know that feeling, and like, I have to. It's, like my dad has been pressuring me like go see her before she dies go see her before she dies and I'm so afraid she's going to talk to me about polyamory and then like when I go see her I always wear long sleeve like shirt so she won't comment on my tattoos at all.
0: What if she's like into it though?
2: I know what. maybe she wants to like ride out the last 30 years I don't know how old she is 30-80 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. years you know in like kind of polyculus bliss
0: we're just like vicariously, like man. She I wish her I had.
1: whole life, and she none of none of my other grandparents smoked, and they're all dead. And she smoked forever.
2: Yeah, jerkifies you. Yeah. you up. What are we doing? What are uh, <laughs> is this a new podcast?
1: What are we? What the hell is going on?
0: Yeah, this is the Royal Genstones.
1: What is, the hell is that? <laughs> Rob came up with it, not me i don't know
2: uh, either of those things i I know it's a reference to something that i don't know what it is
1: it's the righteous so there's a show called the righteous gemstones which is like i mean i wasn't rich or anything but i know a lot of people in my church community who were like that and like the southern aspects of it are very like spot on to like what my culture was like growing up and so i told that to rob and i think he watches that show too
0: yeah i mean i'm not crazy about this recent season but i do like all of them, still.
1: I I like it all because it's so. Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we've talked about it a few yeah. times, but yeah. So I just always get the name wrong. So, and uh Jem sounds like Jen, so I just called this Royal Jen.
1: Why, there, why can't... <laughs> the hell is this? What are doing?
0: <laughs> um, I figured we just follow along with her blog posts about reading the Bible.
1: And so since then I've read. I think I talked about Genesis last time we had a podcast. Now I've read Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. Um, and Exodus is cool. I, I here's something that you might guys might not have known, which is that when people you know when we had when people were enslaving Africans in this country, they used to uh, try to co- forcibly convert them to Christianity, right? Right. And like some times they would ha- try to help them like read english not always depending on whatever it was the ones but they would give the them copies of, of the bible without the exodus story in it
0: that's so cool yeah <laughs> that's so based <laughs> like yeah we want to teach you about christianity but uh not the parts that make us
2: uncomfortable. i'm actually honestly surprised that it was as widespread as all that's actually got them to be literate
1: yeah, this Even is in, was, I read a book like, called White Evangelical Racism by yeah. Dr. Anthea Butler, and she talked a lot about like presenting the Bibles without Exodus in it or like sharing Bible stories, but not not the one about Moses freeing the slaves. so
0: do they does do she they... go into their psychology at all? Like, do we know what they right. were thinking, like how they justify that to themselves?
1: At the time, you can find, so like, just like today, you can find examples of like, you know, Christian abolitionists, but the worst positions are not, and then, you know, there would be slave owners and they have something, they have like, they're biased. So
0: mm-hmm. then
1: they would see the pro slavery verses in the Bible where it's, it's, which, you know, in context, it's just like, you know, if you have a slave, then this, 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 like, it was just, like, for the time period, but it's also, you know, even slavery was different in the Bible because there would be types of, like, where they would, like, have, they would free somebody. I don't know. It wasn't good. Yeah, the, it.
2: The, the, the type of chattel slavery in America is a particularly dehumanizing and terrible form of slavery. You right. may yeah. compare it to other types of slavery from, like, the Roman era. Yeah, stuff it's like, like
0: that. so far removed from serfdom and everything like As
2: far as I know, I don't think there's ever really been an example that I can think of of intergenerational slavery that exists outside of the US.
1: No, like they would they always had rules on like freeing them after this amount of years or you know like if they want to get yeah. married and like I was I was just that was a lot of Leviticus. Leviticus was just like non-stop like rules for shit. Right. And one Tony of the rules was, was, was like GK you know if you have a slave it must be freed after they must be freed after 10 years whatever yeah. like it's different than what here like literally capturing capturing another human being out of the blue not in war not that you know i'm not justifying it either way but,
0: but the rationale behind it. i guess there is like a rationale
2: well there was i mean it was just like it was a It was, I mean, it's a system of exploitation for sure. Like early slavery, as like a as a mode of production, is a system of exploitation for sure. But there was still a certain level of humanity to it. Like, and I'm not, I'm not justifying it as like a as you know a cogent brand of fucking slavery. But they saw the slaves as like at least deserving of some certain basic rights. They didn't spend their whole time like with these systematic attempts to dehumanize them as and like and like to make them look as subhuman what's that
0: or like breeding them like cattle
2: yeah yeah the, like American American, American slavery it's crazy when, when you when you come across reactionaries and shit that talk about um how like it's human nature for like you know like you think america was the only ones who own slavery like no but they they no that's true <laughs> slavery existed in other places but the American system of slavery was an act of cruelty that's more or less unparalleled in most civilizations.
0: How actually did the, I actually never even realized, but I only have like a vague notion of the Jewish slavery in the Bible. Like I have these notion of like, I've like images in my head from uh, like movies and stuff. The of Yeah. Well, yeah, so, them, like them like building pyramids and stuff, but like I actually don't know what slavery was for them.
1: So here's the thing, and this is controversial, and I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying there's no proof of it outside <laughs> of the Hebrew Bible. That's actually,
2: that that's, that's
0: oh, that even that slave.
2: There's not like there's no, there's no like real historical record about um, Jewish slavery, like you know, Jewish slavery in Egypt huh outside of outside of like a biblical context
0: what uh, what is like the notion of what happened even because like I, that's the other thing i don't re- i'm realizing like so
1: it starts with in genesis joseph is brought to egypt and he's like eventually brought to like this revered position as a uh hebrew and so he you know then his brothers his brothers came to rescue him and eventually they all settled in egypt So in Exodus, it's like the generations of this particular family are widespread, but the Pharaoh had died, and so they started making the Jewish people work, and then it would be just like progressively like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this, and just like taking more and more of their rights away. Um, I think they still like, I don't know, like- What was the
2: basis for for the persecution?
1: um they it said in the bible it specifically says that god hardens the heart of the pharaoh which means that you know it almost is like did god make this happen maybe but it was about it was really about getting them out of this region where they were narratively and into their own land was a was the kind of narrative justification now realistically i just think you know that the pharaoh at when people who believe it historically think that it was because at the time they there were so many building projects going on for like pyramids and sphinx, sphinxes or whatever. Oh, how? And,
2: why did they? I mean, like, I, I get you. Of course, they would need a a labor yeah. force to exploit. But what was the? Why was it the Jewish people? I
1: what think was the justification in, in the Bible, people it's people? almost like complimentary. It's like they're strong and they're <laughs> versatile and they're
0: it's like they the have, they're the talented
1: israel,
0: the israelites today like yeah the, the israel like the designers, zionists they went to palestine and because they were so strong and beautiful they were able to re rebuild uh, the land yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but so what was society like what were they serving were they just building shit or was there like a society there outside of them or like that's the other thing my my image of this time this alleged time in egypt is just there's the pharaoh there's all the people that work for the pharaoh and then there's everybody else who are all just slaves but also have like their own houses and shit
2: it's not just like a basic monarchy
0: or like yeah i mean it sounds like fascism (laughs) like how does that sound like fascism? Well, not fascism. I mean, just okay, like okay,
1: it says here like that the Israelites were exceedingly was... fruitful. They multiplied greatly and increased in numbers and became so numerous that the land was filled with them.
0: What the they Jews... said
1: they, they said there's just got too many Jews, I guess, for Egypt.
0: So they just so they were outnumbered. So they enslaved them.
1: Um. the I mean, they also have, and you know, this is they they make a direct metaphor of this but they also you know they killed all the firstborn sons which is and that moses avoided it which is why he was put in the basket and like sent away but so like they they killed all the sons to reduce the jewish population but then that's also they they have that in the nativity story in the new testament as, like, a tie in, like, look, this happened to Moses, and it also, also happened to oh, Jesus. it's a callback.
2: There's... The uh, what, what, King Herod, <laughs> oh, the, Shadowin, Jesus, yeah. the fucking it's a reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a little allusion to, uh, to the last baby genocide. That's yeah, time to, uh, bring baby. Fan favorite I mean,
1: back. there's also no proof of baby genocides in either Herod or Egypt's day. Not, I mean, I'm sure lots of civilizations were evil and did things like that. I just wasn't well, um
2: the uh the story of Moses um being kind of like abandoned on the river and being retaken. Wasn't that also like isn't there a parallel to ancient Egyptian religion like or like uh Egyptian religion as well where something yeah. like that happened? Like I I have I've read that, that like the Christian concept of that is a little bit derivative from from older religions
1: oh yeah saved babies for sure anything like where like a baby is saved from precarious circumstances and then like brought up in a good environment is a big aspect of like showing that the character is special
0: like baby yoda
2: but so going back to what rob was saying about our, or what he was asking about how these uh these cracker ass whatever you call them who would deny the Exodus a bit. Um how do they like how they see do they see Exodus as like apocryphal? Is it something that like they're just no longer considering canon?
1: I mean or, in the nineteenth century like, they believed all of it, like literal. So
0: so wait, why would they so that's 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 something I about the psychology though. Like how do they justify to themselves
1: some of the worst letters that i read because she has a bunch of like primary sources in this book that i read by her Mm -hmm. and some of the things are not like it's not just like oh slave owners you know they're here like southern slave owners were just advocating purely from the economic standpoint like we need this we'll die we won't survive this is how we live and the worst part i mean
0: Yeah, right. Are the
1: are the moderate people who would come out be like, it seems so awful and anti Christian to enslave people, but you know maybe we're helping them out by giving them a home and a place to live and something to do because of how deeply strongly believed that it was just like they had this inherent belief that that African people were subhuman for sure, but also just like yeah Yeah, just like docile and like needed help and needed to be educated and they were saving their souls they almost saw it from that fucking perspective
0: even abolitionists they would treat john brown like he was mentally ill just for like eating dinner at the table with black people
1: yeah
2: yeah i mean it's like you know
1: even 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 Marxist
2: perspective it like it seems to be though like the you know the colonial aspects of of the Western world seems to have been influenced like how Christianity has been shaped for the last 400 years. It's like, it's become very, very difficult to separate the two. Yeah. In the actions of like what Christianity is supposed to like, I feel like a lot of the, um, a lot of the focus on Christianity has been that, like the missionary work kind of spreading, like, like spreading the word of God has been, A very big part of the pr of christianity like it seems like something that like my parents bought into and all that shit and like the like the the material aspect of that is that like you tie that in to proliferating capitalism and privatization systems of privatization you know you have like a you know you have like you just you bring in that overt dogma to kind of like reify and justify that like that idealism that like that's that says that the free market will like will bring this type of freedom and stuff it just seems all un- interconnected
1: it is, is it possible to separate that i mean i'll tell you you know i am by far away like i hate catholicism for different reasons <laughs> but they've managed to kind of have these leftist movements within within catholicism awesome. i mean like a lot in south america and stuff like that and
2: like like liberation theology and stuff like and that.
1: pope if i've read some of pope francis's documents directly even more than his little sayings that get in the news he really does have a pretty like liber liberated like he's it, he's definitely not pro-capitalism whatever his views are and he You know, he believes healthcare is a human right. He believes, like, shelter, things like that are human rights. And for evangelicalism, no way. They're too fucking illiterate. Honestly, they're biblically illiterate. They don't know anything what they're talking about. And, you know, the Roman Catholic Church is really powerful and scary and, like, has all these archaic laws regarding, you know, homosexuality and marriage and it's like it's fucked up from like a personal mindset but i maybe i'm just biased because this is where i come from but i think protestant evangelicalism in particular is more nefarious nefarious (laughs) nefarious um but yeah i was thinking you know i read so christianity has been on the decline in europe and the u.s for decades now but it's actually spreading in you probably might know this asia so
2: hmm.
1: right now i think if you look at south korea over the past 100 years it has changed a lot and a lot uh, and it's been a pretty not a product
2: co- of imperialism yeah that's not a direct product of imperialism
1: yeah, and the, South Korea is one of the fastest spreading Christianity countries. Also,
0: right. It's an occupied country by. Uh... It's an
2: occupied country. Yeah, it's a, it's a country occupied by the West.
1: And now you're having these kind of like reactionary like content come from South Korea, to, not reactionary in your sense. Like there, like the like South Koreans like parasite and things like that coming out of South Korea because they've seen the effects.
2: The effects of
1: capitalism intertwined with christianity in south korea
2: was uh was was parasite critical of christianity
1: no not i just i just connect them in my mind they didn't even mention christianity i don't think
2: i see so i was looking I, i wonder about that like the you know the rise of christianity in something like south korea along with like the rise of the pressure like that's like, as a result of like Western beauty standards, you know, the, like the, like the, the continued, like, you know, an effect civil war, I guess, if you want to call it that, and the continued occupation, like Christianity as, uh, as an export seems to be, to me, um, inseparable from white supremacy and imperialism.
1: I don't think you could possibly in any aspect justify missionary work to yourself you know or even like like I I'm a Christian based on like my beliefs and regarding like the original way of like how you should live and like I just believe in God as a basis so mm. start there and you know just like cultural kind of disconnecting but I purposely got in my way to differentiate myself obviously in my lifestyle in my politics in every way and for and if people say that that Christianity is supposed to really be like that or that it is really like that they're wrong I can't think of anything that would be better for America than maybe I don't I think the downfall of capitalism and Christianity might have to come together but I don't think as long as belief itself is not you know I still like I even like church like I go to church so it's not that I'm anti-religion it's just I don't know how it can be this much nefarious without like starting over completely. How would that work?
2: Like, how do you see that happening?
1: Just so the original church was, you know, just like house churches, like invite people over, uh, pray, provide each other with whatever needs you have, Mm -hmm. you know, like they would always have Paul in the Bible had lots of rich benefactors, not rich benefactors, but they would give money to support him. um, Like, And I guess he was doing missionary work too, like spreading churches. So I guess it like started really early, but just like, but also just like making sure that like underserved communities had access to, you know, things that other people wouldn't have, which is why he came out with laws. Like, yeah, you can eat food sacrificed to idols, which was a big no, no in uh, Judaism. And he was like, no, like people are going to fucking starve. So I don't know what it would look like it needs to look like radically different than what it is now I think it's just as much Christianity is just as much of a product as like an iPhone just like (laughs) import it and and like it becomes like your part of your personality more than it's become like a core belief that Mm. you believe in
2: how would you feel about um seeing Uh, christianity lose its footing in the u.s
1: every time that christianity loses its footing in the u.s mostly i think it's a good idea i am a little afraid of right wing uh pete without even the semblance of christianity just like like what are they gonna do if they don't have like anything to hide behind anymore? Will they be worse or better? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I had sort of stuff. Oh,
2: interesting. Wait, hang on. Well, this is this is this is an interesting thing. I'm sorry. Go on. Sorry, Rob, you have something to say.
0: No, I was saying just I was just trying to speculate what she was saying. Like if they're just going to become like even more, terroristic.
2: Yeah. Why? Yeah. Would, if I mean the the decline of Christianity, I assume in America would, would mean more to me. Like people are. Actively rejecting it and, and it's just not becoming like particip it's becoming less participatory. But how would that happen where a right where a right wing person would not be able to have that anymore? When they um, I, I assume they would still be able to cling to it. I don't, I don't think anyone's gonna be taking it away.
1: Yeah, I don't think I think it would just be like, you know, if somebody banned Christianity, which is something that evangelicals have fantasized about for like what, 300 years? like since the founding of this country like they're gonna take away my religious beliefs like yeah. i'm not in charge of the entire country my ideology doesn't reign <laughs> supreme over the fucking planet or whatever which is a
2: settler projection for sure yeah right <laughs> all the actual religions that were outlawed
0: yeah Was it like uh see the guy who plays sulu who's always saying that like homophobia is just afraid that a gay guy is gonna treat you the way you treat women
2: right
1: yeah i don't know it would I, I, I've asked myself often, which is worse? Is it the, the right winger who has like no empathy, like nothing? I mean, the problem is that most of the right wingers in this country who call themselves Christians, you know, a lot of people, they don't go to church or they go to churches where people are just as biblically illiterate. And, you know, there have been some moderate and conservative Christians speaking out leaving since the Trump movement. Like Christianity has declined even further during Trump because of the outward projection of like being so what they perceive in their own minds as Christianity but of course they thought Reagan was a good Christian by comparison (laughs) when his policies were worse I don't know
0: I mean he let his friend Rock Hudson just die of AIDS Mm -hmm. could have gotten that treatment in France and Reagan didn't even respond I think it was I
1: don't know if it's worse what's worse like these I'm trying to think like prominent did you I just found out that dr jordan peterson is not a christian i thought he was
0: (laughs) what the fuck is he then (laughs) i mean i know he's a narcissist he wrote
1: an article supporting christianity even though he doesn't believe in it which shows what a tool it is he just
2: sounds i I don't think he believes in anything i think he He
1: believes in himself
2: he can't like all of his critiques like are are from a baseless position
0: no yeah i mean that's that's the whole it's this whole thing
2: You know know how many like Jordan Peterson fans I've tried to get to explain what post-Marxism is or (laughs) cultural Marxism?
0: Yeah, we're just
2: I don't understand what cultural Marxism is.
0: Slyzak uh, asked him point blank, like, has he read Marx? And he said, I read part of the Communist Manifesto in college. (laughs) Yeah, like
2: holy shit, I read part of the like that's that's not it's the most lightweight fucking shit
0: <laughs> it's a manifesto it's not a fucking book it's, yeah, it's, it's like, 90 ridiculous. pages like, or something
2: yeah it's funny <laughs> to me to think that like people like can uh, un- think of marxism as like a political ideology it's it's really it's not economic. <laughs>
0: huh it's economic it's the entire purpose of it i mean it's-
2: no i mean like no like i mean marxism in and of itself is a a way of recognize like being able to understand the world from a materialist perspective
0: Wait, I mean, it was, but it's the only way to real it's the only real lens there is to like view capitalism critically <laughs> like
2: it is yeah it, it absolutely is because like yeah it it like yeah it's i mean it's economic in the sense that it recognizes that like economics is you know labor human labor is effectively like the driving force behind human civilization
0: i mean he spends all of uh das capital just like explaining how the how cloth a piece of cloth uh, made it gets its value or how it oh does.
2: my god yeah bolts of linen <laughs> the the exchange value and the fucking uh you know the use value and man those first three those those first three chapters of, of capital <laughs> fucked they're like yeah, th- that's huh? like
0: that's the gist of like everything about, he talks about like power relationships everything but yeah i mean like his main thing is just like this is all bullshit <laughs> no, it,
2: it's an incredible it's an incredible feat like it, it, his his analysis of capitalism is amazing yeah you know and like and the fact that he he he, he comes through it from a material perspective but like people think that communism is like a it's 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 a political ideology i mean or no. marxism is a political ideology
0: right I think
2: it means communism yeah but it's like no not not really no communism yeah absolutely is a political ideology but like marxism is a way of understanding the world it's like it's new it's you
0: know it's feminism feminism yeah
2: would you you fucking say say that like yeah like that would be the same as saying like you know like understanding gravity is new is like a newtonian plot
0: we should uh wrap up but i do want to say the best thing i one of the best things i heard in grad school was um describing like a political lens or like a theoretical lens as an actual lens it's just a way to filter everything out to it's like the like the blue pill and the red pill shit it's just like the lens you put on to dissect something it's just a way to approach anything i think
1: my lens is accurate though
0: well yeah yeah there are there are there are better lenses than others Wait, I mean, if you're t- if you're reading Jordan Peterson, who has no actual critical foundation, he's just, he doesn't read anything. He just has arguments with himself in the shower. And then that's how he understands the world. He doesn't actually engage with anybody. I
1: almost had pity for Jordan Peterson. Um, like last year when he was sick and his daughter was exploiting him.
2: <laughs> he was eating nothing but meat and like, and sucking down benzos.
0: No, he still yeah. is. I mean, he's not taking benzos, uh, I guess. I hope he fucking overdoses
2: he <laughs> overdoses on his own On, on his own constipation
0: I hope he just gets What's uh, what's that pirate disease? Scabies or Scurvy? It is a, it is or scabies.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that they really eat like that I think it's a scam And I think, I think other people daughter. will die because of it
0: No, I think his daughter Probably doesn't eat like that But I think he's dumb enough to actually do it <laughs> Yeah you look at me, he's just like emaciated, he just doesn't look he well. He doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It'll, it'll be fucking overdoses soon.
0: Yeah.
2: And then it, it triggers a bunch of copycat deaths among his fans. Yeah. Well,
1: it was really nice to have an hour-long conversation online. I guess this with... isn't really online. That didn't involve Bo Dogan conversation.
2: What? Just Bo Dogan?
1: I rhymes with oh, Joe,
0: Joe Rogan. I was still trying to figure out. Oh.
1: Are
2: you getting roped in the conversation about Joe Rogan, Jennifer?
1: I literally said, what did I say? So, oh, so the other day, um, Andrew Yang <laughs> posted, <laughs> I know That's- Joe Rogan has a lot of black friends. That's and-
2: fucking, I'm...
1: Yeah. and yeah, i was I like oh my god and shit. i i just commented i was just like lol not even joe rogan himself went through this route
2: yeah <laughs> and somebody
1: was you? like and that just started like i think if you even mentioned joe rogan in a tweet you get and especially maybe if you're just a blue check you just oh, like, get into somebody's wavelength right
0: you're the elite yeah you're the one suppressing him fuck i was Andy telling Green. a
1: joke i wasn't even making a statement
0: Back. jokes when you have a blue yeah, check
2: disgusting race traitor and fucking yellow chinky piece of shit <laughs> oh dang yeah. i'll be fucking yeah, I mean, talking
0: speaking of just epiphanies based uh logic like just no i've never read a book just everything is based on arguments he has with himself in the shower like
2: yeah no fucking yeah yeah do the yeah do the maths like what's fucking one plus one kill yourself andrea that's <laughs> the goddamn answer he fucking is a horrible, horrible it death.
1: It was nice to death. see him place like third or fourth in the New York City mayor. Oh,
0: that was so funny. That was as funny as when he cried giving his recession speech or, and then also as funny as when he endorsed Joe Biden and somebody said, I wish wish he had done Bernie, man. He said, yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know what? I was on a threesome app once and I swiped on this guy and he was like, and I was like, hey, like, here's what we're looking for, da da And he's like, I want to get you on, a, in a train. And I was like, oh? And he was like, the Yang gang train. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was an endorsement. He was on a threesome app to find people to vote for Andrew Yang in the primary. You
2: know, you can, you can rob those people. <laughs> may, uh, anybody in it. the Yang gang can't throw hands. <laughs> they aren't scrapped uh and they have a lot of money that they got from their mommy so you can you can feel free to fucking stick those pieces of shit up i right. think
1: and i just the last podcast that i went on and i cheated on you guys oh, i we, talked we about, talk about dating that. app and i forgot to tell that story which is like my best dating app story ever that's well, we great. could talk
0: about next week when we have um who's that guy on twitter the icp guy
2: you have to you have what to wait, oh. wait what the hell are you talking about next week what is going on what is we this... got
0: next whatever like, whatever no, no, can no, i
2: no, come
1: no, up no. with a cohesive podcast idea and send it to you and like have you I, you don't have to have a schedule you don't have to do organization <laughs> i'll let you free but what if i just come up with a concept for a podcast for yeah, you I'm, I'm
2: not i'm not letting you fucking Trojan horse me into another podcast without knowing what the fuck is going on. Like That was a year commitment.
0: I, I mean, you year guys have majority rule.
2: Over over
1: what do you want to talk about, Brandon? What's that? What do you want to talk about? I don't know if I want to talk about anything. What? Okay.
0: Well, you can just... I mean, if we just put you on Zoom, you're going to talk.
2: Is that... Okay. So we're just... <laughs> we're, we're, we're just... We're uh, just... <laughs>
1: We we're, can back
2: it down just, to monthly. We're, month, we're just like ghosts, following like the like. We're doing what we what we know to be natural because we haven't uh, come to terms with the fact that this has ended yet.
0: But no, we have a we have a thing for next time because there's that guy who Jennifer knows, I guess. I don't
2: Somebody know what, what the thing was for this time.
0: Was for this time. <laughs> it was Exodus and shit, whatever.
1: Somebody was like, <laughs> "Whoa, was your time? podcast ripped <laughs> on Twitter."
0: Yeah, I thought you knew him.
1: I don't know him. I I don't know him as I know him even less than I know you. Oh, well, I don't know his name. I don't know anything about him. He follows me on Twitter.
2: Are we still podcasting in a room?
0: Well, we are in rooms.
2: Well, every fucking podcast comes from a room.
0: Not everyone. There's those guys that sit on the street and talk to people.
2: They don't count. I'm not counting them. I'm
0: counting <laughs> also my oh, other podcasts. I just I, go from I, I I I denounce
2: high. them. I do not Well, if you want already.
1: to have a podcast, I think a monthly schedule might be nicer. And I think it should have a cohesive concept, but but Brandon would have to be interested and Rob would have to have a tangent a tan, tangent I can't even talk an actual idea.
0: I was trying to just follow your uh your uh, your blog posts, but uh it is hard to I don't, I, don't, I don't want to manage people. <laughs> I just bring them up and I let you guys go off. All
2: right, new. I'm going to, I got this, say. So that? I'm just going to read passages from the poetic Edda every time. Yeah, sure. You do this. Yeah. You want to brush up on old Norse mythology in, <laughs> uh, yeah, obscurantist language, like old language.
0: We're over an hour. We're over an hour again already. But yeah, next time. And uh, Jennifer, send your ideas, and we'll also get the uh, ICP Christian Trojan Horse guy on. Okay. Yeah, why not? We
1: didn't even get into Pokemon theology, but that's okay. I want to
2: I don't know what this.
0: You <laughs> all. We can do these more than bi-weekly, too. I mean, if you really want to talk about more things, you seem horrified by that concept.
2: <laughs> we don't talk about anything. <laughs> What well, was Jennifer's podcast? What's your blog? I don't I don't know anything. I'm
1: rereading the Bible in a year from a progressive standpoint now. And I'm re- I'm reading the academic version. I have a version, it's the Oxford annotated Bible. Has the apocrypha yeah. too. And it's just like it's like half Bible, half like notes, like this uh, is what this means.
2: I mean if we're doing commie shit, I got like a whole list of commie bible verses that I've pulled. Excellent. <laughs> What's that? Next time. <laughs> I'm not going to want to do it next time. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This is it's ill-defined. It's fine. What's that? It's fine. It's not. It's ill-defined.
1: We will define something. I will send I'll send Rob like a fucking like, business year-long plan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll do whatever. I don't give a shit. No, I'll drive you underground. You know what? I mean, if anybody wants to uh, just Listen to uh, listen to uh shortwave radio with me over Zoom at some point. We can do that too. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm actually okay with that. That sounds kind of
0: cool. Yeah, maybe <laughs> another time. What did you
1: say? Shortwave if, radio.
0: Yeah,
2: that's 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 good definition. I don't mind that.
0: Yeah.
1: I have None. to
0: make it avant garde enough for, for Brandon to be interested. Give me mean, whatever. I mean, we could
2: do that. avant garde for me just means like if you wear a silly hat, I'll be, so yeah, be fucking. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm going to hit stop.